welcome to Tech Law Talks. I am Anthony Diana, a member of Reed Smith's Tech and Data Group. In each episode of this podcast, we will discuss cutting edge issues on technology, data, and the law. We will provide practical observations on a wide variety of technology and data topics to give you quick and actionable tips to address the issues you are dealing with every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of our Reed Smith's Tech Law Talks podcast. In today's episode, we will discuss the recent decisions by European data protection authorities on cookies and analytics tools like Google Analytics. My name is Amy Splitgerber. I'm partner at Reed Smith's Tech and Data Group in Munich, Germany. And I'm here today with Cell from our UK team. Hi, everyone. It's great to join you. And as Andy said, I am based in London and help our tech and data team. Yeah, great. And so, so the first question, we've seen a lot of decisions on trackers and use of cookies in Europe. The ones that went up and down through the press were those on the use of Google Analytics. What was decided? Who decided? Yeah, that's true, Andy. So since the start of the year, we've seen a flurry of activity from the European Data Protection Authorities. And I'll start with the Austrian DPA's decision in January. It confirmed that that data collected by analytics cookies are personal data. So when the cookies provider collects the online identifiers such as user ID, websites and web pages visited, and IP addresses. These are all personal data. And it also looked at the role of Google as a data processor, and most importantly, ruled that the standard contractual clauses that were used to transfer data to Google uh, LLC in the US, that these were not sufficient. Following that in February, we saw a decision by CNIL, which based on a very similar set of facts, uh, came to the same conclusion. Interestingly enough, didn't really comment on the role of uh, Google, but it also found that the SECs used were not sufficient because the supplementary measures were not sufficient. That's interesting. Are these decisions final and binding? And do you think there is any chance that there will be a change in the appeal or that like similar cases would be decided uh, in a similar way today? Interesting question, Andy. We know that Google has appealed the Austrian uh, DPA's decision And in terms of CNIL, the website operator was given a month to kind of seize using the Google Analytics cookies. It is likely, in my view, that these decisions will be appealed by Google. And these decisions are based, you know, uh, or a result of 101 complaints filed by uh, the privacy activist Max Schrems. And we know that these complaints were filed with at least 30 EU and EEA DPAs. And we are likely to see more decisions from these uh, data protection authorities in Europe. 
probably in Norway, Netherlands and Denmark next. From CNIL, we know that in their press release, they said that the decision they made was a joint decision uh, that they consulted on with other European uh, data protection authorities. So it looks like there is a, a big focus on the analytics cookies, on transfers to US-based cookie providers. And I also wanted to ask Andy if you are familiar with any other uh, decisions uh, or court cases perhaps which discussed analytics as well. Yeah, I mean, um, there's a lot of activity in in all European countries by data protection authorities, and there are a lot of pending proceedings, so we expect a lot of more decisions. What we've seen so far, other decisions were the ones on CookieBot uh, in Germany or the TCF framework by the Belgian data protection authorities. Topics are very similar, like the ones you mentioned in the Google Analytics case, I mean, the interesting thing in those cases as well is they they are mostly in appeal now. So it is not sure how the final decision will look like. And also most of them were based on the old EU model clauses or EU standard contractual clauses. So there can be perhaps a bit of relaxation <laughs> for organizations that have now implemented the new standard contractual clauses that perhaps a decision might look different. Yeah, thank you for that. Andy, I wonder if we should kind of delve into those issues a bit more so that we could also look at it from a practical perspective and see if there are any recommendations for organizations out there. How can they continue using analytics cookies in a compliant way yeah, that is, that is a question many organizations ask. Of course, um, it's, it's about tracking technologies, cookies, or similar tools. Um, how can they be used? I mean, first of all, really, every organization should make sure they know what kind of um, trackers are being used on their website and make sure it's actually a tool they need. Also, make sure the data that is processed or collected through the tool is what they need. So data minimization, perhaps kick out some data that is not needed. Also have a close look at the settings of the tools. And there's like this, an important switch is whether to like give the provider the opportunity to use the data for their own purposes or not. That was also a, a point that was discussed in many of the decisions we just discussed and organizations are on the safer side if they don't permit a provider to use the data for own purposes because then they are in the data processing relationship. And the third point is have, if the provider is not based in Europe, have the SECs, the EU standard contractual clauses in place together with a solid transfer impact assessment. I think these are the main three points as a recommendation to implement. That sounds great. Now we talked a lot about websites. I mean, does the same apply to apps? We don't have decision on apps yet. Would that be like translated to apps or are there any other items or thoughts organizations need to consider? 
Yes, you're right, uh, Andy. So far, the decisions we have focused on analytics cookies collected on websites. And it is true that on apps, the data collected is slightly different. So in addition to what we already mentioned, cookies on apps will collect uh, information on you know, which app store the app was downloaded from, the app version, the device brand, uh, type of mobile device, or similar information. However, uh, the rules on cookies are the same, regardless on what type of uh, device is used by a user. So the rules on cookies will apply to apps and users' devices, such as mobile phones or tablets. All right. So organizations check your websites and also your apps. You don't necessarily have to move everything to Europe. You can still continue using non-European providers, but do thorough checks on what exactly the tools are doing. Put in place standard contractual clauses and then have also a look at the new transatlantic data privacy framework that could be a second or a measure instead of the standard contractual clauses to enable this international data transfer. Thank you, Andy. This was today's episode of our Reed Smith Tech Law Talk podcast. We thank you for listening. Please leave feedback and comments in the comments field or send us an email. We hope to welcome you soon for our next episode. Have a nice day. Tech Law Talks is a Reed Smith production. Our producer is Ali McArdle. For more information about Reed Smith's tech and data practice, please email techlawtalks at reedsmith.com. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and reedsmith.com, and our social media accounts at reedsmithllp on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. This podcast is provided for educational purposes. It does not constitute legal advice and is not intended to establish an attorney-client relationship, nor is it intended to suggest or establish standards of care applicable to particular lawyers in any given situation. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. Any views, opinions, or comments made by any external guest speaker are not to be attributed to Reed Smith LLP or its individual lawyers. All rights reserved.